0: This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Thanks for tuning in every week around this time. Take note, Baltimoreans. Take note, those of you listening on WCBM 680 680 AM. This is the time of the week where those that need to be called out get called out. That's right. It is time for... The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciations. I must first begin by denouncing HBO. That's right. I like HBO. But... HBO Max is actually going so far as to remove cigarettes and cigars from classic movie posters on its streaming platform. The posters for McCabe and Mrs. Miller, for instance, and the life and times of Judge Roy Bean, they have gone and removed the cigarette or the cigar displayed in these posters. The 1970 Kirk Douglas adventure, There Was a Crooked Man. The 1995 Hong Kong film, well, the film from Hong Kong director Wong Kar-wai, Fallen Angels. This is so stupid. I mean, I'm all for um, not smoking. And I understand the fact that when you see fictional characters do certain things, that could lead to people and children picking it up. But these characters, smoking was integral to who they were as a character. And that poster, these posters are movie art. They're not only movie art, but they were sort of a um, window into another era. I really think this is idiotic. Um, It's almost a time capsule to look at movie posters from other other eras. You could see, oh, this is how people dressed back then. That's how women did their makeup back then. That's the kind of neckties men wore back then. And yes, there were cigarettes everywhere. I, I find this to be so silly. HBO Max, I do denounce you. I must also denounce very surprised to do this. No one's more surprised than me. The Hustle. The Hustle is a great website. It's mostly a... I think it's a website for entrepreneurs and small business people, but there's a ton of interesting news on there. And I subscribe to their daily newsletter and I get a ton of great story ideas from there. I mean, it really just... So many of the topics that you hear me bring to your attention each week is from something I've read in The Hustle. I love it. Absolutely love The Hustle. And so... <clears throat> the Hustle has a very interesting sort of referral program. If I send you an email or share uh, a link to subscribe to The Hustle on social media, you can sign up and I'll get credit. And you could win certain prizes like a water bottle or a T-shirt. And I have referred a lot of people to that, including in the most le- recent email blast that I sent out – by the way, if you want to be on my email list and receive my regular email blasts, just drop me a note and I'll add you to my email list. Frank.Morano at WABCRadio.com. You don't have to say anything. You're welcome to, but you could just say, add me to your email list and I will. But in my most recent email list, I said, look, guys, <clears throat> I am only three re- referrals away from a sweatshirt. Please sign up, even if you have to cancel later, so I get the sweatshirt. Nice hoodie. So a bunch of people sign up because I asked them to. And I qualify for the sweatshirt. I think, oh, my goodness, the plan worked. So I go on to order the sweatshirt, which is going to be free. And, look, there are three sizes of sweatshirt that I can fit into. One is a little big on me. One fits just about right. One is a little snug. Okay? All three of those sizes were out of stock, out of stock. So the only sweatshirt that I could get would be in a, a shirt that was way too small for me. So now I'm left with the decision here. Do I get the smaller sweatshirt and give it to someone? Now, who's going to want to wear a hustle t- a sweatshirt even if they don't read the hustle? Or do I write to the hustle and try and get something else? While I was deciding what to do, I figured, let me rant about this on the radio and denounce them. So the hustle, much like HBO before you, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Ralph Romeo. Ralph Romeo is a frequent caller to talk radio. Many of you have heard him. He does a uh, talk show in the New York area on one of those stations that you have to pay for the uh, airtime on. Uh, but he's decent. He's decent. Good caller. Good caller. And this guy is constantly begging me to be on the radio. And, I mean, constantly. I get emails from him every week. When can I come on the show? When can I come on the show? And I would say to him, Ralph, what do you want to come on and talk about? His response every single time, oh, I could talk about anything. Well, Ralph, I mean, in fairness, I don't need you to come on and talk about anything. I could talk about anything. I like people that are going to be newsmakers or subject matter experts or that if we we do one of our midnight panels where we have people of different, you know, walks of life come together and have a conversation. That's great. So I asked him repeatedly, can you come in studio for one of these midnight panels? No. Can't come in. I'd love to know what he's so busy doing that he can't come in. All right, then. but I'm happy to come on on the phone. No, no, Ralph. Let me know when you're ready to come in. Then he says to me, he actually says to me, well, I will come in if you send a car for me. And the guy lives in New Jersey, Jersey City, I think. Who does this guy think he is? So I don't get insulted. Then the guy emails me again last week, I, I think over the weekend. says, Frank, I'm ready to come on. Anytime you want me, just let me know said, Ralph, will you come in studio? So he says, yes, he'll come in studio. So we had him slated for the midnight panel yesterday with Josh O'Brien and Johnny Potenza. The guy no-showed. The guy didn't even show up. No explanation. No apology. I heard him on the radio as I was driving back from the softball game yesterday. So I know he didn't suffer from, from sudden illness, some sudden bout of laryngitis meets COVID. So the guy is out there. In my book, this fella is now persona non grata. Ralph Romeo, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the people who unsubscribed from my email list after my most recent email blast. Now, you can always see the people that unsubscribe. And, you know, whatever, a handful always unsubscribe. But I must say, I'm denouncing not only the people that um, unsubscribed, but I'm denouncing specifically Paul Ratella, the president of the New Jersey Broadcasters Association. Now, I know Paul forever, and I go to all his functions. I get whatever station I'm working at at any given time to support all his functions. I have been there for him time and again. I bought him. He's not in the best of health now, so I don't think he's drinking. But when he was drinking, I would buy him a whole bunch of drinks, gave him a cigar one time. I am there for this guy like crazy. Paul Rotella unsubscribed from my email list. And then when you can answer the reason as to why you're unsubscribing from the email list, he he selects, I get too many emails from you. What? I don't even send out one a month. And he gets too many emails? So, Paul Rotella, the next time you and the New Jersey Broadcasters Association need something, I will remind you of this day where I said the words... I do denounce you. I must also denounce Jared Ng. Jared Ng is a college student, lived in, um, well, in, in the New York area. College student, 25 years old, killed his mother, killed his mother in an apartment in New York City, before disposing of her body in a garbage can in Morristown. He's admitted to this. Admitted to this. Pled guilty to one count of second degree murder, killed his 65 year old mother, Paula Chin, slashed his mother's throat, and brutally beat her on the head. With the help of his girlfriend, they cleaned up the apartment. And brought the mutilated body to a family home in Morristown. After the murder, this degenerate, Jared Ng, changed the password of his mother's bank accounts and searched for inheritance lawyers. His motive was to speed up his inheritance of the fortune that the the woman he just killed was going to give to him of $11 million, $11 million. I don't think there's a more despicable human being on earth than the kind of person that would kill his own mother for money. Jared Ang, I, I don't care if this guy is mentally ill. I don't care if he's the spawn of the devil. Be, this is the most reprehensible thing a human being could ever do. I mean, to think to kill your mother, if there's one person you should never kill, it's your mother. Because without your mother, you wouldn't be here. And your mother, I mean, look, your mother, at least in my case, and I think this is the case for most people, your mother's the only person that's always there for you no matter what. By hook or by crook, you could do anything. Your mother's the only person that will always forgive you. And I don't know what went on that led to this fight. I suspect it was mostly just greed. I suspect that Jared Ng killed his mother because he wanted this $11 million. So Jared Ng, in the most vociferous terms possible, I do denounce you. I must also denounce uh, the president of the United States, Joe Biden. Last Friday, President Biden came clean during a visit to the White House by the South African president president, the current South African president, Cyril Ramaphosa, admitting that he wasn't arrested trying to visit Nelson Mandela, in spite of the fact that Joe Biden said so at least three times in 2020. In the year 2020, he said three separate times that he was arrested trying to visit Nelson Mandela. Now, he then told the South African president that he was stopped trying to visit Mandela. Now, it turns out that's not true either. This is a claim that um, was fact-checked by the Washington Post. They gave him a whole bunch of Pinocchios. Washington Post, not exactly a right-wing media outlet. And um, this is was even contradicted from Biden's supporters. So... Why Biden would lie about this repeatedly, I don't understand. Uh, But he said he was trying to clean up this lie, and he said, um, this is just last Friday, and I said once, I said I got arrested, I wasn't arrested, I got stopped, prevented from moving, but he was extremely gracious. He said at least three times that he was arrested, attempting to visit Mandela, ...on his prison near Cape Town. Um, None of this is true. None of what he said is true. And unfortunately, this fits a pattern... ...of the president lying... ...to make himself look like he was at the center of historical events... ...that he wasn't Like It's almost... I I, I hate to even use the comparison. It's almost Johnny Russo-esque... ...that he inserts himself into all these events... In January, Biden told students of historically black colleges in Atlanta that he was arrested during civil rights protests. He wasn't. He wasn't. There's no, arre- no record of that, no paper trail of that. He wasn't. In September of last year, he told Jewish leaders that he remembered spending time at and going to the Tree of Life synagogue in Pittsburgh after the mass murder of 11 people there in 2018. The synagogue said he never visited, and the White House later said he was thinking about a 2019 phone call to the synagogue's rabbi. Now, you have to either believe that Biden is so out of it that he would confuse a phone call and a visit, or that he was lying again. Also in September of last year, Biden told an Idaho audience that his first job offer came from local lumber and wood products business, Boise Cascade. The company said that was news to them, and Biden had not previously described an interest in moving to the state. In May, Biden said at the Naval Academy's graduation ceremony that he was appointed to the military school in 1965 by the late Senator Caleb Boggs. A search of Boggs' archives fails to turn up, any evidence of the appointment. So I'm not just denouncing Biden for this lie that he told last Friday and has repeatedly told and compounded with another lie. But I'm denouncing him because this fits a real problematic pattern for the president. And do you remember what ended his presidential campaign in 1988? It was this kind of behavior. So look, I voted for Donald Trump, and we know Donald Trump's relationship with the truth is not the best. But can you imagine if he would have had this same pattern of lies? He would be excoriated. Biden, I I mean, uh, President Trump said the wrong thing about how a tornado was going to hit the Gulf Coast, and all of a sudden that was a major scandal. Sharpie Gate, I think that was. And yet... Aside from the fact-checks, fact-checking these specific statements, the silence on this has been really deafening. President Biden, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the vandal who vandalized the Washington Monument on Wednesday with graffiti. It was vandalized with vulgar anti-government statement in red paint. Um, They have made an arrest and charged Sean Ray Deaton with trespassing, tampering, and vandalism. Um, I mean, it was really, they threw red paint onto the base of the Washington Monument. They've got the F word on there. I mean, why somebody would ever do this? I will never understand. I will absolutely never understand this. And apparently they said it could take several days to clean up all this vandalism and graffiti. The top layer of paint is off, but uh, apparently it is still defaced. So cleaning the monument um, could take a little while. Uh, I find this reprehensible. To vandalize and spray graffiti... And spray profanity onto the Washington Monument. I mean, shame on you. So, Mister Sean Ray Deaton, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Crystal Burrell and Katrina Patterson. They are correction officers at the uh, at Rikers Island who smuggled. Drugs into Rikers Island because that's what Rikers Island needs more of drugs. And these two New York City correction officers have pled guilty to accepting thousands of dollars in bribes for smuggling these drugs. They were being bribed by members of the Bloods gang. And not only drugs, they were sneaking in mobile phones as well. And the police commissioner called this, and she's right, immoral, unethical, and without integrity. And what kills me about what these two COs have done is there are so many hardworking correction officers in New York and around the country. And this allows all of them to be tainted because of their behavior. Now... Every inmate is going to question the correction officer and think they might be able to be bribed. It undermines the credibility they have with the inmates and the public. And uh, these people are public servants, and I hope they throw the book at these people. Crystal Burrell and Katrina Patterson, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Jeffrey Miller, a fan, football fan who was arrested for throwing a water bottle at the Cleveland Browns owner Jimmy Haslam in the final moments of Sunday's loss to the New York Jets. You know, I I don't understand people. I get that you get into sports. I get into sports, too. In my life, I would never think of throwing a water bottle at a team owner because of something that happened on the field. This guy's a 51-year-old man. And he's still so emotionally immature that he's thrown a water bottle at a team owner? I mean, give me a break. Jeffrey Miller, I do denounce you. And finally, I must, in, in a story that is stunning proof that sometimes there's nothing quite like the real thing, Doug Ramsey. The COO of Beyond Meat, you know Beyond Meat, they make great stuff. We we get a, my wife is a um, vegetarian, so we use a lot of Beyond Meat products, uh, and and I'm practically a, a vegetarian too. I don't eat a lot of meat, but um we you know the, we get the Beyond Burgers and the Beyond Sausage, and the Beyond Meat COO Doug Ramsey was arrested over the weekend. After a physical altercation in a parking garage after a football game. He was charged with terroristic threats and third-degree battery. He bit a man's nose after the college football game. This fella, Doug Ramsey, uh, was apparently involved in some sort of a road rage altercation. The guy bit... Another guy's nose after the other guy's car made contact with the front tire of Doug Ramsey's car. I would say this is a guy that has some anger management issues. All right. Um, If you want to comment on anybody I have denounced, you're welcome to give me a call. 800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. Barry Goldsmith is here. We're going to talk travel in just a minute. Um, always look forward to seeing Barry Goldsmith. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano.